Alright, welcome to the Three Rounds Boxing Podcast Show. I'm your host, Kelsey Carson, with my lovely wife, Rachel. Hey, guys. The format of the show is us talking over the three minute time rounds of boxing. Start with our first topic, the Vladimir indomitable Vladimir Klitschko and his recent win over Tony Thompson. So it was a rematch against Tony Thompson. He had uh, beaten Tony Thompson in the first fight. I don't think a lot of people, even I, as a you know, I'm a I'm a openly I'm open as a I'm a Klitschko fan. Like I like right. the Klitschkos. I think they're great fighters. But even I was like, wow, I don't want to watch this fight again. But it was a rematch of a fight that, you know, we saw Vladimir dominate before. Right. But I'll tell you, Rachel, I was impressed with Vladimir Klitschko in this fight. He looked more dominant in this fight than I had ever seen him. At 36 years old, it looked like this was prime Vladimir Klitschko. Right, because when we saw him, he didn't have a lot of the times where you see Vladimir where you're like, you know biting your lip and you're like is he about to go down uh he didn't have a lot of those issues there's sometimes just, although he clearly had a plan so sometimes you want vladimir just to destroy somebody in the first round you want him to open up but and he Vladimir's sticks not gonna to his do plan that. he's, he's going to be cautious he's going to be jab. safe and he's going to stay he's going to keep his distance although he had a pawn jab this time which was different maybe because thompson's a southpaw or right. maybe because he just had a good plan. I mean, his plan was great. And the the right hand that Vlad hit him with the first time to knock him down was just brutal. I mean, he's one of the best one-shot. I mean, he's got, like, ridiculous power, Vlad. Right, right. And, like, out. clearly his plan was just to bully him, to kind of be an avalanche on him, to just keep coming forward and dominate him. And he did that. He and went he did, every yeah. round, and then he knocked him out. He knocked him down And I have to say, round. I kind of enjoy watching somebody put their plan into action and do it carefully. And Especially when it's a six-round knockout, right? Because you're right. like, wow, that's exactly and then he how just Because even in the knockout, it was still he was still carefully doing it. Very yeah. determined. It's not like he ever got like crazy and just, you know got foolish or anything, like all the way through, it, it was him in c- complete control. It's impressive. He's 36 years old. He's been so dominant for so long, you have to think that he's clearly, by now, an all-time great heavyweight champion, if he wasn't before. And, you know, if you didn't think he was before, he clearly is now. Well, you brought up something earlier when we were talking, was that a lot of people aren't watching the Klitschko's either by choice or because they don't have the opportunity to do so, right. and they're missing out. I mean, can HBO you imagine? They don't like, show the fights. Like I didn't get to watch, like you know, George Foreman, and right. like how much would I have liked to have watched that? Right. And and so people now are missing out. They're they're needlessly missing out on both Vladimir and Vitaly, two of the greatest heavyweight champions ever. Yeah, and we mentioned them together because, of course, we're out of time, because they're brothers, but also two very different fighters, which maybe can be a topic. Let's talk about that right now. Okay. Let's just shirk our previous topics. Okay, people, I'm going to throw it out here right now. Go ahead and start the room. Now? Now. Sorry. (laughs) Vitaly and Vladimir Klitschko, there is nothing that bothers me more than when boxing media people... And when boxing fans 
talk about these two fighters as if they're the same person. Right. Because they are completely different. They fight differently. They're different. They're just different. They're different fighters. If you, if you, if you're a boxing writer and you write an article, or if you're a boxing fan and you describe Vladimir and Vitaly Klitschko as the same person, we were watching ESPN Friday Night Fights of the day. They were talking about Vladimir and Klitschko. Whose face did they show? They showed Vitaly Klitschko because they don't know. They can't tell them apart. They're not twins, first of all. Right. Second of all, if 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 Vitaly's last name was Schmellenberger, then nobody would ever get these guys confused because they're different fighters. They're right. different. Well, and what's interesting is after each one fights, then you start getting like commentary and critiques post-fight from people, and they start saying things like, "Oh, the Klitschkos do this." Or the Klitschkos the are robotic. as if they're the one person. The Klitschkos are like, you know, you know, anyway, whatever they say, they always say Klitschkos plural, and it doesn't make like any sense. Like they're the sense. same person, yeah. because they're both tall. Okay, they're both tall. They're both dominant. Yes, they're both dominant. They're brothers. Okay, but they don't fight the same. Vladimir, I mean, Vladimir's clearly the better athlete. He's even like a windsurfer. In fact, I remember when they first were coming up, looking at the two guys, Vladimir looked like who you think the heavyweight champion would be. I remember thinking, oh, Vladimir's going to be the guy, right? Vladimir's the man. No. <laughs> and this may be a different topic. But Vitaly Klitschko doesn't look as smooth. He doesn't, like, look as athletic. He doesn't throw the same, like, combinations as smoothly as just like effortlessly as Vladimir can. But Vitaly Klitschko is the freaking man. Vitaly Klitschko is jerky and herky jerky as he looks. Vitaly Klitschko is, I mean, I, Vlad is clearly an all time great. Vitaly is clearly an all time greater. Vitaly has two losses on his record. One loss, he was up big time against Chris Bird, hurt his shoulder, stopped the fight because. You know, the guy has a PhD, right? He's not going to, like, ruin his mm-hmm. his chances. Against Lennox Lewis, he was up on the cards, kicking Lennox's butt, get stops on, get stopped, this fight is stopped on cuts. In a fight, he was clearly right. winning. So those are just two losses. He rarely loses a round, much less a fight. So, I mean, right. And some people like to say, oh, a loss is a loss. But, sorry, you can't say that we don't all look at fighters and... Really? And talk about their losses. And and say how they're different. Right. Losses are different. They're not all the same. It's just a shame. Before we go on the next round, I would just encourage anybody. You might Vladimir, the younger Klitschko brother, is 36 years old. You should watch him while you can. Because think about this way. As bad as you think maybe the heavyweight division is, I want you to think about that heavyweight division without Vladimir and Vitaly Klitschko. <laughs> because then you'll see... I mean, it's just... I can't imagine, like... All-time heavyweight fighters don't come around all the time. When Vitaly and Vladimir retire, which they'll soon do, we're not going to have another all-time great for a while. It's just... Well, it's just crazy because you want to complain about heavyweight fighters not like not being in shape. They fight and... everybody. They knock most people out. Right. They're, they're sportsmen. Always in shape. They both yeah. have PhDs. They're involved in charities. There's what more no can you want? There's no reason not to like them. Anyway. Sorry, they're not from America. Deal with it, you know? Well, I don't even think that's it. I don't know what it is, but I don't... I mean... Anyway, what's our next topic? Last topic, because this is the three-round boxing podcast show. 
Our friend Canelo Alvarez has okay. got his opponent. It's Josecito Lopez. Okay, Golden Boy Promotions. I want to support you. I like you. You're Oscar De La Hoya. You know, when Oscar De La Hoya came up with his Golden Boy Promotions, Golden Boy Promotions, they were supposed to change boxing. Yeah. I they were supposed to save boxing. Turns oh, out that they're just the same as everybody. They're the same, <laughs> and they're not as good at it. I tell right. you what. If I, <laughs> at least Bob Arum's good at what he does. Bob Arum's great at what he does. <laughs> if I was a fighter and I had the choice, I'm going with Bob Arum because not only are they professional and they know what they're doing, but they just make good decisions. You've got your September 15th fight. Arbitrarily, you've decided, even though you know. That the Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. and Sergio Martinez fight is going to be that night, regardless of who decided that who was going to fight on that night first. So you got Canelo Alvarez. Your fights fall through. Your fights fall through. You're silent for like however long it's been, and then your big historic and I quote historic in Oscar De La Hoya's terms announcement is that he's fighting Jose Cito Lopez, who's only fought one time at 147 pounds. Right, his, and all his, of a sudden he's supposed to, yeah. In that fight, he, he beat Victor Ortiz in a fight he was an underdog in. In a fight he was losing, he knocked Ortiz out because he broke his jaw. Right. He was down on all the cards. He was on everybody's cards, including the judges. And now you're going to move him up another weight class. That's that two weight classes. From 140 to 154, right. to fight a 22-year-old Canelo Alvarez... You're 22 years old. Canelo's not going to be... He's not a 154-pounder. Just like Floyd Mayweather. He came up at what? one, one what, what was it? 130? What does he fight at now? 154? Canelo's going to move up. I just don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't know why you would... Just move the date. Move the... If you want Canelo to fight, move it to the next week. Right. Just, it's pretty silly. Like, I, I don't understand it at all. And, and I don't understand people that are like, oh, well, Jose Cito earned this. No, he didn't. He earned a fight at 140 pounds or maybe 147 that he could be competitive in. When he was fighting Victor Ortiz, it's not like he fought, like... I mean, we all question, like, Victor Ortiz's discipline and ability to perform and... Like, high-pressure situations. And he was getting beat. Which is what this was, right. because he was expected to win so that he could have the next bout that he was scheduled for. It's just silly. And, and so we all kind of thought that he would melt under the pressure, and he did. And so it's just it's just crazy. Like, the whole thing is... Well, I want to be clear. Like, I don't <sighs> fault Victor Ortiz. His jaw was broken. That's an injury. I'm right. fine. You know what? If my jaw's broken... I'm probably I'm probably done too. It's fine. Yeah, Not everybody no, is yeah. Muhammad Ali or whoever, right? He, in fact, uh, Danny Garcia. I don't think I don't know if you've heard this, but Ortiz is he's going to change he's going to change trainers, mm-hmm. and I think he should. Their tra- his people didn't care about what was happening. It didn't look right, like, like it was ridiculous that Victor had to. Stop they should the care about their fighter. So yeah. I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. Because honestly, if your fighter doesn't want to fight anymore for whatever reason, you should probably you should go ahead stop and stop the fight. the fight. You know? You shouldn't send him back His out jaw there. is broken. Yeah. Stop the fight. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, the last thing I'll say before we uh, close this is that for all the talk we hear, for all the talk we've heard about how protected Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. has been, 
And he has been, and that's fine. What about Canelo Alvarez, who again is fighting another fight as a title belt holder? He holds the WBC, w, WBC 154-pound title. Another fight where he's fighting a guy whose best weight class is clearly not 154. His last fight, he beat an old, right? Right. Sugar Shane Mosley. And to be fair, we all rooted for Sugar Shane to be the Sugar Shane he always was. Right. And Sugar Shane's best weight class was 135 pounds. He was a great lightweight. He was a pretty good welterweight. 154 is when he started to lose and when he lost to guys like Winky Wright. Mm -hmm. So he's never a 154 pounder. I don't understand why he keeps getting a pass with boxing fans. Um, Canelo's just not that interesting. Like, I I don't think that he's... I get, like, Canelo's At least, like, to me, Chavez Jr. is is at least fun to watch regardless of what you think about him. He comes to get you. I mean, yeah. I mean, the way he fought Rubio, I was like, Wow. Because I would have used my height and my strength to... But no, he's going like, to come get you. He's he was like, I'm going like to fight in a phone booth with you. Cause he that's fights what I'm like he's do. his dad with a giant body. Right. <laughs> so. Alright. So. Anyway, but thanks for uh, being here with us again. We appreciate you listening. And we sure enjoy making a show. So yeah. keep uh, <laughs> people soon. Take me down to the